Good morning, Alan. Mary, uh, I was uh, zoomed in to the council meeting on Monday and then you got a chance to speak and you outlined exactly what life is like for people when they arrive from Ukraine, often very much traumatised. So I'd love you to share even part of that with us this morning and what you've witnessed with just one family. I think you talked about a group of 14 people, really. Yes, yeah, we have we have 14 in... Um in the Sean Oaks Hotel or the Upton Court Hotel here in Kamukridge. Um and they arrived last Saturday week um, and it was just by pure chance that I happened to be up in the hotel that night when one of the staff told me that they, uh, they had arrived and it just goes to, I, I suppose the goodness and the generosity of people is overwhelming because the girls from the hotel went into, um, into Don's and Gory and just bought pyjamas for the kids. We have seven adults and seven children and one of those is a nine-month-old baby. So um, you can just imagine they arrived into Dublin Airport with just a bag um, and very difficult for them. Um, they were brought to an area down here in, in rural Wexford um, and into a hotel. So at the moment, they're living out of hotel rooms. Um, they're very grateful for that. They were very proud people and extremely um, conscious of the fact that uh, people are generous and doing everything they can for them and they just don't know how to thank them. But if you can only imagine what it's like to be living out of, of, of a room, I know we would have had this before with direct provision, but these people are, again, traumatised. They're leaving behind um, their loved ones. They're leaving behind fathers, husbands, partners, brothers um, to, to, to fight in a war. And they're coming over here with, with their children with just a bag on their back. Now, some of them coming into Ross Lair are coming in in cars, which is great because they were able to get a, some more of their personal belongings into that. But for these uh, 14 it, it, it was just so devastating for them. And the people of Kamukrich just rallied round. We set up the Friends of Ukraine, Kamukrich. And we, the first thing we did was got uh, six of the children into our local national school. Um, and that was great for them. Now, some of them have basic English and some don't. But children have a universal language and they seem to be able to communicate with each other. And it was good for them to be able to make friends and just enjoy some play. Mm. Um they want to work. The adults want to work. They don't want handouts. They feel that they want to work and all they talk about is when they want to go home. But they are they're fearful because they don't know what's coming next. Like these are living in hotel rooms, Alan, and they don't know when they're going to get a call to say we're moving you. Yes. And while there are four different families and um, they never met each other until they arrived here. But they've now become friends because it's it, it's something that, that unites them. Um, but they will be split again. Now, they'll keep the families together, but they could be sent to Donegal, Dublin, yeah. Cork, Kerry. They could be sent anywhere. Right. But they don't know when. Yeah. And one of the most fearful things they had, and they cried, was they don't know what's happening. They're fearful for the uncertainty of the whole thing. Um, so they, they don't know what's happening to their loved ones, their, their husbands yeah. and partners back in Ukraine. They have no idea what's happening to them. No, they don't. Like one of the girls, she's a, a young girl, um, she's, she's 22, and she sits on the stairs at night time to ring back to her to her family, to her, her, her parents who just wouldn't leave um, because they said that everything they had was over there. Um, they insisted on her leaving. But she sits on the stairs at night time and cries. Because she's talking yeah. to them and she misses them and she doesn't know, but will I be able to ring them tomorrow night? Yeah. Um, you know, so that's, that's heartbreaking. Um, so, and, you know, there's an older lady and, you know, for the first couple of days, 
she found it very difficult to engage. She has very, very little English, if at all. Um, but for her, her whole life, her, 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 um, her husband, who I think is, who I think has passed away, and the rest of her family. So, for, as far as she's concerned, will she ever get back? Will she, you know, will, will this be her final destination? So she'll never get back to the home that she's lived in all her life. Yeah. Um, so these are are all the fears, and also they're looking at the television and seeing the devastation. Um, so for them, you, your heart just goes out to them, your heart breaks for them. But I have to say the generosity of the people of Ireland and the people of Wexford and Kamuk, which has been just overwhelming. Wexford County Council with Ger Mackey down in Ross Lair in the New Hub, Wexford Local Development with John Kelly, who has been out supporting us, Sean Oakes, the staff there with Graham, you know, the local people. Marty's Bar did a fundraiser last uh, last Saturday, last Sunday. Yeah. The local um, Woolly Hat Swimmers did a, a little collection, you know, um, you know, the, the ladies are going to run a coffee morning here uh, some night. Local man Sean Kane brought them into town last Saturday and bought shoes for some of the little ones. You know, there's all of these kind of good things going on. Yeah. And uh, all we can do is, is, is just hope that it eases the burden for them a little bit because they don't have no washing facilities and they don't have any cooking facilities because they're living out of a hotel room. Right. And that's, that's, a, that's a serious concern. Mary, thank you for sharing that with us. You shared it with the council uh, at the, the county meeting during the week and you could hear a pin drop as you shared it. And look, it's a wonderful insight into what people are going through. And I think if one message or one thought comes from um, uh, what you've described to us today is the thought of that. I have a daughter myself who's 22 years of age and the thought of her sitting on the stairs crying in there, into her phone, uh, wanting to know how her friends and family are. That's heartbreaking. And thanks for sharing yes. that with us today because it does give us an insight into what people are going through as they come from the war torn area of uh, Ukraine. Good to talk to you. Thanks for taking our call, Mary. You're very welcome, Alan. Thank you.